Hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm a therapist based in little old New Zealand. Life is too short to walk around feeling crap, so come and join me as we explore how to feel better. Whether feeling better for you is about managing anxiety, improving your relationships, lifting your mood, or working out who you are in this world, this is the place where I hope you will find some strategies and insights that will help you feel better. Thanks for joining me. Well, hello. Thanks for joining me for another episode. This episode is a bit of a bonus. It is the summer here in New Zealand. My kids are on holiday. We haven't gone away on holiday yet, but we're hanging out at home, having some little adventures, doing a lot of telling my kids to stop fighting, let's be honest, and trying to work out what on earth we're going to do to keep them occupied for the day. But nonetheless, it's holiday mode time. And I had said to myself over this period of time, I'm just going to have no expectations about recording podcast episodes and wing it. I'll record something if I feel like it and I'm just going to release any expectation of doing that. You might have noticed that there is no particular rhythm to my releasing podcast episodes. It's roughly weekly, but the reality is this fits in as a bit of an extra and a pretty full life. So it happens when it happens and it doesn't when it doesn't is kind of how this is rolling just at the moment. But I got sent a really good question recently and I thought this is something I really want to give some input into because I know that there are a lot of people in this situation. One of the advantages of being a counsellor is that I hear, um, I can kind of read the mood and hear what is going on overall, where people come and tell you their individual stories and experiences, but you get this benefit of this macro picture of seeing where a lot of people are at. And it is like, it is normal that at this time of year, people are talking about how tired they're feeling. Um, And, you know, November and December, you hear a lot of people talking about just kind of getting through until they arrive at their holidays. That's all very normal. That seems to happen every year. But what I suggest is really helpful for us to consider is just how hard we've been peddling this year. And I don't know about your individual circumstances, but when you consider that we are in a world where there is profound conflict at the moment, and we're quite exposed to that, many people are worried about that, many people are really feeling the injustice of that conflict, there has been you know, tremendous financial pressure on most people within this year, we've all had to pedal harder and faster just to keep afloat. Um, And that's kind of the context on top of other things that are going on in individuals' lives, you know, the political climate even on a bit more of a macro picture here in New Zealand is something that people have found themselves drained and have arrived at the end of the year perhaps a little bit surprised by how depleted they're feeling. So I got sent this great question asking about what do I do if I... Uh, just am finding myself so completely exhausted and tired. How am I going to spend the next couple of weeks of my holiday to recover well? So I wanted to dive into that topic. Firstly, just yeah, acknowledging the context that we're in that uh, if you're feeling this way, and if it's not normal for you to be feeling this way, just remember there are a lot of people in that same boat too, where the tiredness has hit them like a ton of bricks at the end of this year. Uh, And that that seems to be, there seems to be at least a category of people who are in that kind of zone with you. So you're not alone if that is your experience. But the input that I want to give you today in this episode is about 
you know, making sure that you're really aware of the concept of burnout, thinking about the sort of types of tiredness that we experience, how to rest well, how to plan your rest, how to consider what you need and negotiate that, um, and how to think about next year in terms of if you are really exhausted, you're going to need to think about what next year looks like, not just what the next couple of weeks look like. So whole lot of ideas in this little mixture of an episode to try and help guide you if you find yourself feeling very tired at this time of year. One of the things I covered in a very early episode was the topic of burnout, and I just want to do a little bit of a recap on that, but encourage you if you think uh, after hearing this that you want to go back and listen to that episode, then please do. Burnout is something that I think we all need to be really aware of. It's essentially when we reach a point that is beyond normal tiredness and where I think a really key word for us to include is weariness and a tiredness that sleep doesn't fix. So if we're in burnout or if we're in this kind of pre-burnout mode that I like to call brownout, which is like I'm not fully there yet, but there are some signs and symptoms that are quite like full burnout. I'm, I'm kind of tracking that way unless I do something. Um, brownout is that kind of like pre-burnout state. But you might find yourself just not having the energy in the tank not enjoying the things that you usually enjoy, not feeling like you've got the energy to do the things that you would usually be excited about, uh, feeling disengaged from people, not feeling a range of emotions that you would usually feel, feeling a little bit more blunted than normal um, in terms of what you're experiencing in your mood, and just you know waking up feeling tired constantly, not having the energy to do social things, Uh, feeling like you're dragging yourself through the day. And so burnout happens for a variety of reasons, but one really key reason is when we spend energy that is more than we have for the day. So we basically spend tomorrow's energy today, and then when we get to tomorrow, we find there's nothing left in the tank eventually. So when we are overdoing it, when we're spending energy that we don't have, we end up in this deficit that is burnout. And it's quite helpful to think about this like a bank balance. So when you are in burnout, you have spent energy that you didn't have. And over time, what that does is that places you further and further into deficit, just like with a bank balance. Your bank balance at this time of year is also probably feeling a little bit like a deficit as well. But um, there is that sense with burnout of I've actually spent everything. I am spent and I've got nothing left to give. When you think about that bank balance analogy, it's quite helpful because the reality with a bank balance, if you have overspent money, is that you have to pay that money back to get back to zero and to get back into the positives. Now, when it comes to recovering from burnout or even recovering from brownout and this kind of state of tiredness and exhaustion, you actually need to think about being very indulgent in order to pay yourself back. Because normal levels of rest and looking after yourself aren't going to cut it if you're in deficit. So so the usual things that you would do uh, to rest, to restore your energy if you were in a good space and you're perhaps kind of above the zero line in your bank balance are fine if you're in that space. But if you're in deficit, you have to pay yourself back for what you have already spent. And that takes quite a lot of effort and intentionality to do that. 
And I think uh, what I hear a lot from people when they're talking about the things that they do to look after themselves, I'm often like, yes, and, and more, and like, let's ramp those efforts up. Because we, if we have overspent, we actually have to pay ourselves back in a way that gets us back up to that zero line. Now, one thing I notice often with people is that they don't know what it is that feels really good and feels really restorative to them. Uh, They don't know what it looks like for them to deeply relax. And so one thing I really encourage you to do if you're finding yourself in this position of extreme tiredness or burnout right now, is to write yourself a menu and a list of the things that you can do that you find restorative, that restore your energy or feel good for you. Now, one of the tricks, I think, when we find ourselves in a really tired place is that some days, some of those things are going to hit the mark and other days they're not. Like when we're in a good space, most of the time our our useful, good activities, our relaxing or helpful things that make us feel good feel good all of the time when we're really tired I think there is the switch that happens where those activities only feel good some of the time and the rest of the time they feel like demands or they feel like we're expending more energy to um to get any kind of benefit from that so if I can use a real example to explain this I know that for me, having like tidy, orderly surroundings is really helpful for me feeling good in terms of my mental and emotional health. I know that at times, tidying and sorting, clearing out my wardrobe or a cupboard or something feels really good. And at other times, it feels like pressure and expectation and something I just don't have the I don't have the time to kind of climb that mountain of overwhelm or I don't have the reserves to kind of do that sorting task like it takes a lot out of me so we if we're in that really tired mode we've got to get real and get really in tune with ourselves about whether this activity is going to give me more energy than it takes away because on one day going and having a catch up and sitting on your friend's couch and having a cup of tea might feel really restorative, really restful and like it's filling your cup and getting you back out of that deficit. And on another day it might not feel like that. Uh, so in this time if you're feeling really tired, my encouragement to you is to stay really in tune with does this thing fill me up right now? Not in theory, not on paper, not usually, but right now does this feel Feel like what I need and allow yourself the permission to say no to things that aren't working for you through this time. Allow yourself to commit only tentatively to plans like a hangout with another family might feel awesome and social and like energizing for you on one day but on another day it might feel like the last thing you want to do and you want to be watching a movie lying on the couch or having a sleep in or whatever that looks like so think about getting really in tune with is this thing that I'm about to do or that I'm considering doing with my day what do I want to do that's actually going to refill me and restore me at this time because if you're in deficit you don't have the margins to play with that you usually do where you can push yourself a little bit more and go like oh this might not be totally what I feel like doing but you know that'll be okay or um I'll get something out of this like you have to be so much more real with yourself about what is draining you and what is going to refill your energy stores through this time. 
but it can certainly be really helpful to get that menu of activities to give yourself a list of the things that you can do that you sometimes find um, helpful, relaxing, restorative, so that when you do have some time, you're not kind of stuck going like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Because one of the things I see happen all the time with women in burnout or getting even to just a place of real tiredness is that we kind of don't know what to do with ourselves or don't know what, what it is that we need or we kind of can't get out of our own way in working that out. So having a list for yourself is really helpful. The other thing I think is quite helpful is to think about what kind of tiredness it is. So this might sound a little bit abstract and the reality is that how most people experience and feel tiredness is within their physical body, within themselves. Yes, that is true, but one of the things that is often happening is the tiredness is in a particular domain of your life. So I'll just explain what I mean by this. Is it a spiritual tiredness in that you're feeling weary or purposeless or hopeless or disconnected? Is it a social tiredness in that you've been pouring too much energy into your work and you're missing friendship or you're missing those kind of social connections with other people and having fun? Is it actually just a physical tiredness in terms of you haven't been looking after your health very well or you've been not getting enough sleep or what is that what does that look like? Is it a mental tiredness and that you've been carrying too much? There's been too much pressure and expectation on you? Is it that there's been conflict or something that has been unresolved in your world that's been draining you? So have a think about what kind of tiredness it is. That might sound really abstract, but I know that at least some of you will get this. What kind of tiredness is it? And why that matters is because that can help us think about what it is that we need. Like, is it, um, is it that, you know, there's not a whole lot of conflict going on for you and actually your physical health is in an okay space but you are feeling disconnected from the people around you, then that's going to shape what it is that you do over this next period of time that replenishes your energy. Um, That understanding of kind of where the tiredness is coming from, what category that tiredness is in, can help you shape what it is that you do going forward. And then you are probably aware that part of where I'm going to go to here is thinking about what is it that you need. Now, if you have just found yourself in hitting the holidays and perhaps you have family expectations or now you have to, you know, you've got time off your paid work role, but now you have to do parenting, uh, what are you going to do in terms of where and how this rest is going to come? Don't leave that to chance. Don't get resentful at your partner or your kids or your wider family, or your flatmates, or whoever it is who has expectations of you through this time. Don't get to a place of resentment that your needs haven't been met. Be proactive about what that looks like. What do you need to have a good rest over this period of time? And how is that going to happen? Actually sit down with a pen and paper and plan where and how am I going to get something of the rest that I need? Now, it is not okay to say, 
I've got responsibilities through this time or we're traveling or I'm parenting or whatever and so therefore my needs are all just have to going to have to go on the back burner. Yes, it might be harder if you've got those things going on in your world right now too, but it doesn't make it impossible. So where can you plan to pre-negotiate a sleep-in or to make a plan during the day that you're having an afternoon off to read a book undisturbed sitting in a hammock? Whatever that needs to look like for you, or you're having a night off to go um, and get a massage or see a friend or whatever it is that you want to do, where and how is that going to fit? It might be difficult, but it's certainly not impossible. The other thing I think is really important is for you to consider what is going on in terms of your physical health. Is it worth having a blood test? Is it worth uh, getting back onto a regime of taking a multivitamin that you know really helps you feel good or you know, getting your iron levels checked or taking an iron supplement or making sure you're eating enough protein, drinking enough water? I've got uh, one of the things that I've done over this time is I know that I need to catch up on some really good quality sleep and I know that I'm going to be grumpy as if I'm constantly like on holiday but getting woken up early in the morning by my kids and feeling like grr I just really want to sleep in. So I have got now a wind down alarm on my phone. I do this periodically when I need to get back into a good sleep routine but I've got a wind down alarm on my phone, um, do not disturb on my phone in the evenings and just like being really conscious of the time that I'm going to bed, I know really helps me. I know as well that there is more alcohol around um, at this time of year and I don't drink heaps um, and I know that actually even a glass or two of wine can really make me feel sluggish the next day. And then at the moment, I probably don't have the margins for that. And that's not really what I want to be experiencing. So in previous years, I've had summers where there's been more wine than usual. And this summer, that is not happening. So it's probably been a couple of glasses in total. But you can think about actually, what do I need from a physical health perspective through this time? That might be early nights, that might be focusing on, you know, whatever it is that is at the base of your health hierarchy. You're not going to get it all perfect at this time of year, but I encourage people to think about that idea of your health hierarchy. Like we all have those things that sit at the base of the hierarchy for us that, yes, in an ideal world, our sleep and our nutrition and our water and our movement and our whatever is all going to come together in the same perfect way all the time. Like That might happen for a few weeks of a year. But what is it for you that is most important, that is at the bottom of that hierarchy, that is most foundational and that helps other things to come together well for you? Do those things. You can't get it all together and all perfect at this time of year, but what is it that then has a kind of cascade effect in terms of the other things that are going on in your life health-wise? Um, where do you start? Where is your best starting point? And make sure that you're attending to those things. I think it's really important too to take some time to reflect on how did you get here? Why are you feeling this tiredness? And I am a real believer that when it comes to doing some decent reflection and then making plans based on that reflection, uh, there is a really strong place for a pen and paper. You can do a note on your phone if you need to. You can get out your computer and, you know, make yourself an Excel table. I don't really care what it is. But in some way, shape or form, write down what has contributed to this tiredness I am feeling and spend some time reflecting on how did you get here 
Is it that there's too much on your plate? Is it that there is something going on in your mental health that you need to get addressed, like not being able to disappoint others and so you've been taking too much on or perhaps there's a, a conflict that has been really draining for you. Um, what is it that has contributed to this tiredness that you're feeling? Maybe it's that uh, your own kind of health and well-being hasn't been prioritized enough lately. Maybe it's that there aren't enough activities in your world at this time that are bringing you joy why and how have you ended up in this place of tiredness and what is it that you need to commit to yourself around what next year looks like to avoid getting into this spot again. The harsh reality is a short holiday for a week or two or maybe three if you're really lucky at this time of year isn't going to cut it in terms of recovering from one whole really huge year with you know I don't know 50 weeks worth of really pushing it and two weeks off is not enough to recover from 50 weeks of overdoing it. So what will next year look like in terms of if you are in that extreme deficit mode, how are you going to climb out from that? What does it look like to be extraordinary with your own measures of self-care and relaxation? Do you have the right amount on your plate? Some of you will have heard me talking about this before, but I'm a big believer in too much on your plate can make you sick. I was actually, um, you know, thinking about this little analogy again on Christmas Day because you might have heard me talk about this before, but even if you've got lots of really good things going on in your life, too much on your plate can make you sick. And the story I tell that helps explain this is thinking about Christmas Day where you've had a beautiful, I don't know, lunch or dinner and um, people have made really special delicious food and you've had this glorious feast of lots of different things and then out comes dessert like you know that you are already full you know that you have already had plenty um, well and truly enough and that you're feeling full and yet you know it's the only time of year that auntie so-and-so makes that trifle and gosh that chocolate mousse is delicious and oh your mother-in-law's pav is great or whatever that looks like so you take a little bit of everything even some like delicious fresh fresh fruit on there or whatever that uh christmas dessert plate looks like for you all of the things on that plate are great right all of those things are lovely they're decadent they're delicious they're things that you like but you know that feeling of like Bleh, that you get uh and you know this is only a few days ago for some of you but that feeling of actually I've just had too much and now I'm feeling sick because this is that was too much and it is the same with our lives we can have so much good stuff we can be enjoying our job and have great friends and have an exercise regime that we really like and have some kind of community commitment that we love and whatever that looks like. Our relationship can be going well and we can do, be doing a bit of study or a course or a whatever. Too much on your plate will make you sick and you can't avoid that. Even if what's going on that plate is great, too much on your plate is going to make you sick. And so have a think about, have I got the right amount on my plate going into 2024? What do I need to reflect on in terms of the reality of what's led me to be here in this place of tiredness and what commitments can I make to myself to ensure that I'm going to rejuvenate and replenish my energy stores well in the first part of 2024 and not set myself up to just jump back on the hamster wheel and get even more tired. I think the main message with this episode is listen to yourself. Don't keep pushing it. 
recognize the heap that you are collapsing into. Do something constructive in terms of how you respond to yourself and take ownership of that. Don't leave that to chance. Don't leave that to other people. Don't make excuses about why that can't happen. Make some good plans on what it is that is going to replenish you and rejuvenate you at this time. And for goodness sake, be generous to yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. Release yourself of those expectations and let yourself lean into the rest, the making things easy that can happen at this time of year. At every junction, think about how do I make this more restful for myself? How do I make this easier on myself? Don't be a hero. Keep things simple and focus on how am I actually going to get to a place of paying myself back through this period of time. Can I just say you should see my house at the moment? It is an absolute tip. I said to my eight-year-old today and my husband, have you ever seen our house this messy? (laughs) Because actually, I'm just letting myself not care. There's no one coming over right at the moment. Um, They probably are going to be next week, so I'm probably going to have to get it sorted out some point in the next few days but we're just like fully in sloth mode and you know that is totally okay I don't know when I last put on a bra that is a wonderful feeling my hair is a mess there's been no makeup for days I'm like kind of slothing around in a moo and it is wonderful uh, I'm doing the things that I want to do for myself I am snoozing on the couch we are taking lazy options like going to the movies um, uh, and just kind of like letting ourselves do what's easy. The meals have been super simple. Uh, Like tonight's dinner was pasta and tomato sauce. Like I'm usually a making meals kind of person. It's just all out the window and we're letting ourselves be free and easy at this time of year. And that is what I need right now to rejuvenate myself is that sense of no one's coming looking for me. Uh, no one's got demands of me and I'm just embracing, I'm not having to perform for anyone, I'm not having to be anything for anyone, I'm letting it be. And that is what I know I need right now. What you need right now might look different to that, but get in tune with what it is and make sure you're giving yourself as much of that as you can over whatever your holiday looks like through this period of time. And even, you know, if it's going to be tough and it's going to be, tight time in terms of commitments and things that are going on for goodness sake at least plan when is it that I'm going to get the break that I actually need when is it that I'm going to get more of the space and time that I need to breathe for myself because uh, we can live on this hamster wheel of chaos in our lives that feels good that meets our needs in some particular way but that leaves us feeling absolutely rotten when we stop and if you are in that mode, it is time to reflect on what leads you to be the, to be in this place and what it is you need to reshape about your year going forward. I'm sending you lots of love if you are in this mode of extreme tiredness. I hope that there are lots of moments where you feel your energy is being restored. Energy is a pretty big commodity in our lives. We can't do much without it. And it's really important that we guard that energy and stay super in tune with what's happening with our energy levels so that we can give it where it is best needed in our worlds. And so the people who are most important to us have some good slices of our energy too. I'm sending you heaps of love if you're navigating this right now. 
and hope that you have a really good um, opportunity to reflect after this episode and to make some changes going forward. Go well. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love to connect, so feel free to find me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't forget to subscribe so you can see when the next podcast episode is out. See you next time.